0: Q Radio. What's going on, people? All right. I want to welcome all of you to the season premiere of the Talk2Q Radio show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And this is Season 9, Episode 852. The live call-in show is back and will occur every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, you know, barring a, barring a conflict with the NBA Finals. You know, I kind of got a schedule around that. Since the last time I spoke to you live back in early August, I've dropped 16 podcasts. 16. So you got a lot to catch up on if you've been sleeping. You can get notified of every episode as it drops by subscribing to me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are are found. And guess what? It's free. Oh, and, and, and shout out to all my Uber and Lyft drivers give your passenger a morning show feel and crank that t2q up to entertain them during the ride tell them to go to talk2q.com to get more of it on tonight's show we're discussing virtual learning classes and politics how do the two inter- intertwine um also on tonight's live call-in show what is a map map a map is a minor attracted person There are some people trying to get maps established as a sexual orientation from what's been reported. Do you agree? This and more as Season 9 of the Talk to Q radio show gets started. Let's get after it. In the words of Ice Cube,
1: yay, yay. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Think about (sharp) it. Think about it. Think
2: about it. Think 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 about it. My
3: name is Quincy
2: And
1: this is my show The Talk to Q Radio Show Carla, go
4: ahead Hey Q, how are you?
1: What up, what up?
4: Let me thank you for having me on your show. So awesome to be here with you and all your listeners.
0: Bad man posted some of the chat room. Almost <laughs> made me choke over here.
3: Mm-hmm. My man Ray out there in New Jersey. Ray, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up,
2: man? How you doing? You
1: know, I ain't telling you don't screw.
2: screw. is cool. Some women are down for it. Aww. I said some, not all. This is a show that people are supposed to get their opinion and tell what they think. Hey. And I think it's offensive to
4: say that a person who speaks well is trying to speak white.
5: Focus on knowing how to build a relationship versus a bank account. 516-595-8306
0: 516-595-8306 is the number to join tonight's show. And also since the last time the show aired, I've added a new addition to my household. I have a um, puppy that goes by the name of Peanut. He um, actually was found in the woods nearby my neighborhood, and I couldn't find the owner for him, so um, I ended up keeping him and giving his brother to my dad. And so hopefully Peanut will Stay asleep and won't get too fussy during the show If so, I'll have to take a break and do something with him In the meantime, let me go to the phone lines They're lighting up here Let's see where I want to go first Oh, I always got to start here first From the 248 area code The outskirts of the Motor City of Detroit Please welcome on the author The show hostess, the show legend Miss Crystal Hickerson Chris, what's going on today? Thank
4: you. How are you?
0: I am outstanding. So great to hear your voice again.
4: Thank
3: you.
0: Glad to be here. Let me go go back to the phones and let's see, where do I want to go? From the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, making his way to the ring, the man in black, the Buckster, but what's going on, bro?
3: What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? How you doing, Chris Stoll? What's
0: up, man? Hey, what's up, All right. We'll keep this thing going. From the 601 Area Code, my hometown of Jackson, Mississippi, let me welcome on the man, the myth, the original show legend, the minister of sexual affairs, Eminem washagan.
1: What whatever your world. One with the What's going on, man?
0: Oh, <laughs> man. All right, I got two more coming. I got two more. From the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, please welcome on the show enforcer, Ray. Ray, what's going on, man?
2: Hey, what's up, Q? What's up, Buck? Crystal? Cuz, how y'all doing tonight?
1: What up, Cuz? What up,
0: What's man? Up? All right. And the last one from now, like as all show legends returning to the mix Go
5: see the doctor.
0: From the 910 area code to Carhill, state of North Carolina, he plays a doctor on the radio. Please welcome Dr. Willis to the South to Q radio show. What's going on, man?
5: What's up, Q, Ray, Buck, Eminem, and my favorite man, either, Crystal?
1: Hey, What's up? what it do?
0: <laughs> All right, so, and so and Dr. Willis, I'm about to change your intro, man, because um, you're not in the 910 anymore. So I'm have to try to update that. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, back in the sip All
0: right, so let's go ahead and get started. And um, there was a woman in Roma, Texas, that had her virtual class set up online. You know, using an avatar as a teacher and um, have a virtually created classroom. Now, in the virtual created classroom, there was a chalkboard, a desk for the teacher, and posters on the wall. However, the posters on the wall, one of them said Black Lives Matter. Another was showing a rainbow flag symbolizing LGBTQ pride. And a third was a phrase written in Spanish that highlights solidarity between blacks and Latinos. So a day before she started her first class, a school official told her that she had to remove the posters from the virtual classroom she refused and she was placed on leave she says that the school supports supports racist policies by asking her to remove the signage crystal let me start with you should a teacher have the right to place whatever item she wants in his or her classroom um, as long as they are legally appropriate for the students and considered educational material
4: well okay on the one hand i would say Yes, but um, I'm sure new policies are being constructed as we speak for schools and things like that and what, what deems to be political you can have up in your classroom. Of course, this should have been discussed beforehand, but, um, yeah, I'm not sure about that. I'm not a teacher. never been a teacher in that way, so I... Um, I don't
0: know. I think teachers okay. to abide by their rules. All right. Well, Eminem, you you know have education, um, educator experience. What do you think, man? Should a teacher have the rights to put the place whatever he or she wants in their classroom as long as it's legally appropriate uh, for their students and it's considered educational material?
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's actually in the framework of. Uh um, education on the national scale. Uh, however, many, many, many cases, um, even in same districts, regardless of the state, you might have um, one particular administrator or uh, administration that's more tolerable of certain things and less tolerable of others. And you can tell it's a lot of opinions about certain things, and, and, and they might uh, – you know just kind of strongly suggest that, oh this can't be done or you shouldn't do this but it's nothing it's nothing um uh, anything in the ramifications considered i mean like was of as you stated as long as it's nothing um, illegal or something it's like um there, there's no reason classroom shouldn't and we talking about just visual images on the wall i mean and um i don't know what rock that most of her um, staff is under. But, I mean, regardless of what you think or don't like about certain things, I mean, how can you teach and act like certain stuff is not happening. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, you know, like uh, case in point, this is not an assignment I'm giving, but uh, my son got an assignment uh, This due Friday, you know, um basically illustrating some things from 9-11. I mean, that ain't nothing good, but how can you not talk about that? It ain't like nothing happens. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, just um, – But okay. well, let me jump in if, if for a second. If those educators are list, I'm trying to figure
0: – kind of, You're sounding kind of choppy I mean, Let me jump in. Um, you, um, You're going to need some better reception. You might have to lift your left leg up, and twist your mouth to the right, try to get some better reception. And uh, so – Dr. Willis, I mean, you know, would this type of signage be more appropriate in a history class maybe
5: uh no i don't I don't really think so I think that um I think they that teachers should be allowed as long as its tasteful it's not crude, it's uh relevant um, and it's, it's promoting unity, then I don't see a problem with it. I know it's easy to say you know what I'm saying if the school rules follow the rules, but guess what every time they you know the administration feel like they don't like something. They're going to always change the rules. So you'll never be able to do the things you feel are needed for your class because they may change the rules on you because everybody's all behind, oh, it's the rules, it's the rules. But, you know what I'm saying, sometimes the rules aren't just right because anything, like anything with that teacher, what she had up, they were it included blacks. You know what I'm saying? Blacks were are pr- pretty much um, in all those groups that she had listed. You know what I'm saying? Whether well, uh, it's uh trying to have peace between blacks and Latinos, the gay population, black lives matter, whatever the case may be. And I think that's where the school has the hang up. And um and and of course this education is relevant for any classroom because right now, especially if you got impressionable young kids in your class, you know what I'm saying? Now they're seeing these images and they're learning as they go to to, to be tolerable and to you know what I'm saying, to tolerate uh others. So I think we need that right now. We're so divisive right now that um, I, I think that is needed. So I'm all for teachers uh, putting things like that up in their classroom as long as it's tasteful and it's not, you know, saying something vulgar or, or it's promoting uh, division. So I think the school is wrong in this case.
0: All right. So, Ray, let me ask you, what about the students? You know, there was a story about a student who had a Blue Lives Matter flag hanging in his room And he was asked to redirect his camera so that the flag would not show um, to the
2: other classmates. Is that fair or foul? Well, I think in a context that, that everybody else was talking about, no. That's why I don't believe that you should be able to bring controversial things into a classroom. Because it depends on who is teaching the lesson. It depends on what's going to be taught. Like everybody say, well, you know, uh, what's wrong with Black Lives Matter? Okay, well, if you're a non-black, what do you think about that? Is it just like if somebody bring Blue Lives Matter and, you know, you don't really support the police, so you go a certain type of way towards the police, how do you think that conversation is going to go? So you can't get a clear bias uh, teaching in most cases, so therefore you have to eliminate it. So have you got... 20 teachers in the building. Okay, 20, 25, or 30 or whatever. And you got five that's going to give a biased opinion. But then you have the other 20 that's going to say something different. Well, you, you know, you got Washington police. That's black. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. It all depends on the situation, your upbringing, and everything else. Now, we can say, oh, well, it's all on the TV and this, this, and this. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot of things on TV that we don't want to talk about that can take a negative turn from another teacher who may not be supportive of what you're teaching. So I think if you get one perspective from a teacher, okay, well, Black Lives and this happened to be Black Teacher, you run it all down to them. You bring their videos in and everything, run it down to them. Now they go to the next class. This guy, hey, my grandfather was a cop and my brother's a cop, my dad's a cop. Okay, he's going to run it down. Then he's going to explain, okay, well, he might have been shot by somebody or might have been injured by somebody or this, that, and the other. So I think that when it all breaks down, you know, you're going to have a lot of different opinions. And then, you know, if the teachers are being told what they can say or what they can't say, then we ain't going to like that. So I think we really can't have nothing on a controversial right. topic anyway.
0: All right. So, Buck, what's your take on that, Buck? Do the students, you know, students student is at his home if he's doing virtual learning, and if he has something hanging in the background, does he have to redirect his camera at the instruction of the teacher because it may be something that someone doesn't like?
3: Well, I mean, it should not matter, but in today's time, everything matters. Um, simply because, I mean, you know, look at the times that we're living in. Um, it's just, you know, it's, it's on every, you know, on every newscast, uh, sports, sportscast, and, you know, social media platform. Um, it's just an unfortunate part of the time. It's something that we all need to, you know, talk about. It's something that we need to face. I mean, I think far too long that, you know, we have not faced it. And that's the reason why, you know, you're seeing, you know, you're seeing it more and more until something is actually done. Um, Is it controversial? Yes. Um, I don't think it necessarily needs to be um, changed um, as far as, you know, redirecting the camera or anything. But, you know, it is a classroom setting. Um, If that's something that, you know, they don't want to redirect from, I guess they're going to have to do that. But that needs to be addressed before, you know, the class starts instead of after the class begins. You know, so, you know, those those parameters need to be set if that's something that that particular school requires. Um, so that needs to be done on the front end, not after the session begins. But you know what times we're living in, and, you know, that's my take on it. All
0: right, so, Crystal, where do we draw the line on what's allowed and what's not? I mean, you know, class, at school is supposed to teach you how to prepare for life, you know, not just from the business perspective, but, you know, other perspectives as well. So where do we draw the line on what's included and what's not?
4: Well, that's, that's the problem right now. Um, the line, there isn't a line, really, um, or, the, or better yet stated, the line is very, 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 very visible and getting more visible all the time. I mean, we have the president and the come out and say that he's going to, you know, go against any type of, you know, Black Lives Matter or anything that teaches that because it is um, un-American. So, you know, let that sink in for a moment. And so that's that's really what's happening here. There's so many divisions, as other people have said, there's so many divisions. Um, when you talk about Black Lives Matter or when you talk about Um, Blue Lives Matter or any kind of, or even patriotism, saying the word, you know, it divides people because it's all or nothing, are definitely formed at this point. So, uh, you know, I think the line is very clear. So I guess what the principal or the, you know, the, um, the council or whatever want to do is to make sure that they don't, you know get parents coming after them, or something like that as they walk by or whatever to see to look in on their you know students' class, and they see this, and that offends them, so therefore they're like, "Oh, what's going on so you know that's that's a situation um, mm-hmm. and hopefully at some point in life it changes, but I don't see it changing very soon,
0: okay. All right, that's not my phone lines ringing.
4: Wow! All right, <laughs> wow. <laughs> all
0: right. Is, dog dog so, next, right? Right. <laughs> so, Eminem, where do we draw the line on what's allowed, what's not? Now, man, I'll let you have the last word.
1: Well, actually, the, the the line is already established. Like I say, it's just like anything else. It's like, um, is all educators have. Whether it's you know from uh, kindergarten up to college, I mean there there are there are ways to do anything. Now, um, what what I wanted to say before my phone started breaking up was the fact that you know it's like it's a difference between uh, giving your opinion specifically and trying to persuade students one way or the other versus giving a lesson on something. It's totally different from that. Like. Um, I don't like a lot of things. Well, I I have a lot of freedom anyway with my subject, but if I didn't teach it, even still, you know, you can pretty much do anything you want under the understanding that you're not pretty much anything, but, uh, being a watered down version of a, um, a professional journalist or news person or something like that. You're just pretty much getting information and putting it out there. That's p- educator is. However, uh, just like with any other profession, you're going to have people that um, might try to influence their opinions on something harder than what it is. But if you just look at how pretty much everything is already written and established pretty much universally across the world, actually pretty much is just basic information where you like some classes start with today's, you know, today's news. And if some killed in Portland, how can you talk about that without saying something? So that's what I'm the way to do things without saying, Hey, this is what I believe. This is what I think or something like that. So that's all I wanted to add to that part.
0: I got you. Well, I don't know where the line ends um, and where it begins at this point, but um, I do agree with, um, I think Buck said, that they need to handle this before the school year starts. And they got to be able to, you know, be able to forecast what may and may not come up and address it ahead of time. That's something that uh, the administrators get paid a lot of money to do. So um, I don't know. But in the meantime, I guess – they're going to have to deal with this stuff on a case by case basis until they can establish something uh, throughout the school system. All right, so let me move on to the next topic. I got another call I'm going to bring on in just a second. You know, we've heard the term WAP, you know, W-A-P, but what is MAP? M-A-P. A MAP has been defined as a form of mental health condition where an adult has primary attraction to prepubescent children. Now, it doesn't mean that they've abused children, but they are attracted to them. Now, some have said they are trying to gain acceptance into the LBGT community um, as a form of sexual other orientation, um, but others are saying that's not the case. So, let me go to the phone lines. From the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, Please welcome on the voice of reason, Amanda, to the Coffee Q Radio Show. Amanda, how's it going?
6: Hey, Q. Hey, everybody.
0: How's it going? Every time I hear I am cook, I just get, I just get laid back. So. <laughs> all right, Amanda, first of all, do you think that a MAP should be considered as a sexual orientation?
6: Absolutely not. Um, I was literally just watching an episode of Law and Order over the weekend where there was a guy um that was abusing his stepson and this topic was brought up and um you know, he tried to compare it, oh, you know, if you look at it in the sixties, fifty years ago, you couldn't have uh you know, a black person and a white person couldn't have gotten married or, you know, and it just uh just legalized gay marriage and just, you know, our thing is next. And I'm like, it's different when you're talking about two consenting adults choosing to, you know, engage in some type of sexual activity or relationship. But when you're talking about a child, it's just, is, you know, is there's just no, it, it, it can't be acceptable. You know, it just can't be. Or at least okay. it shouldn't be.
0: Ray, what do you think, man? Can a person who is a, uh, let's see, um, what did I say it still for again? Something, like, I can't even remember right now. Um, minor attractive ma- person, I think. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Minor attractive person. Ray, can a minor attractive person be considered like a sexual orientation?
2: No, I, I never heard that shit before tonight, but, um. No. I mean, to me, usually when they're talking about a minor, they're talking about eight and seven and six and stuff like that. That's that's when you're sick. Now, a person can be a minor, be 16 or 17, and you look and you say, oh, man, you see a dude walking down the street with a young girl, you say, hey, a young boy got it Me Ain't nothing wrong with that. But you just can't act on stuff like that. But... If you're looking at children and you consider yourself attracted to children and all these grown women walking around, it is something wrong. I mean, I can see 30 years from now they're going to try to add some more acceptance onto this warped mindset that's going on now. I mean, you can pretty much marry your dog and ain't nobody going to say nothing. You know, you say you speak out and all of a sudden now all of a sudden we – Gonna shut you down, and you know it's supposed to be America. You supposed to have your own thing, but you know, you think back to how things are now compared to when we was a kid. It's drastically different. Now you got folks walking down the street holding hands, doing whatever they want to do, and everybody like, well, you know, you can't like you can't really say nothing about all that. That's the way that may get after a while if people allow them to accept it. But no, I don't think that nobody should accept that. Because how is that different from a pedophile? All right. Well,
0: I mean, I'll get to that in just a moment. But, uh, doc- I don't know. Is somebody microwaving food?
3: No, nah, I'm backing right, so into my doc- garage. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Dr. Willis, uh, well, don't run yep. into anything, but I mean, what do you think, sir, in your non-professional opinion, of course? What do you think about a map and if it should be considered a sexual orientation?
5: All right, so first of all, uh I'm with the crowd. I think you know, it's sick as it's sick as fuck to be honest with you. However, all right, there's the however. Um it it should be now, now let's let's let me back up here for a second. I don't think nobody should ever in their life freaking act upon a sexual urge towards a child or a minor or any of that stuff. However, we can't just wish away um, somebody's freaking ills or their their illness or their sickness. It should be classified as as, uh, properly a sexual orientation, but also a mental health issue or something. But there are people who are legitimately attracted to these people. And so it, by nature, is a sexual attraction. You know what I'm saying? So... Um uh, now like I said do I do I think it's sick yo yeah I think it's sick but that doesn't make it go away <laughs> and maybe if if they are able to freaking uh label it as such maybe these folks can get some help maybe who knows I don't know but on the face of it you know what I'm saying we can't wish the sickness away it's just like AIDS all right there are people out there walking with AIDS you know what I'm saying is is it a freaking Sexually transmitted disease? Hell yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? It's just something that you know what it is, what it is by nature. And so we got uh, there's a whole crowd out there that are freaking sexually attracted to children. You got your pedophile. All these things are, you know, sexual attractions. <laughs> I mean, you got to call it what it is. You can't wish it away, no matter what your emotional feelings are towards it. Um, it is what it is. Now the thing is. I think that they should freaking be run through the damn uh, ringer if they act upon these things, you know what I'm saying? But they're, you know, calling it, calling it a sexual attraction is what it is. And I know that's an unpopular opinion, right. but it's the truth.
0: Okay. And so, Crystal, back to you. Should a map not be ostracized in society as long as they don't physically act upon their attraction to kids?
4: They should be neutered and they should be put into the same classification as a um, sociopath or a, um, you know, a murderer who hasn't necessarily killed yet. So that's the same thing as far as I'm concerned. Okay. That's short and sweet to the point. I mean, I, I I really do not think they should be able to do that. I do not want to... Um, put it in the same category as AIDS because, for one, AIDS is um, no, ne- not necessarily a, um, a disease that will kill you at this point because we've learned more about the disease people can live with as a chronic disease. Um, it's, it's definitely not the same. You're not born that way if you contract AIDS. Um, so, no, they sh- it's, it's a criminal offense, Period. I mean, we all are murderers until we act, until we kill somebody, right. and then we then right. we become a And, and
5: I and I, I okay. agree with the sentiment, but what I'm saying though is that okay, first of all, you can be born with AIDS. Uh, the reference or the the um, comparison was simply that hey, it's a nasty thing that you know saying you just can't wish away. It is what it is. Same thing with this. Now, if they act upon it, yes, they should be they should be neutered. They should be uh, you know put on death row, whatever the case may be but talking about it from a medical standpoint from a psychological standpoint it is a sexual attraction we can't wish that away no matter how much we dislike it you know what i'm saying and and i hate i hate to argue that point because you know how folks get when you try to um when you try to freaking think outside the box and 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 look at stuff objectively they are like oh well you must be one or you are, you know what i'm saying you must you know whatever but no you know what i'm saying i think it's sick However, it's still a sexual attraction, just like pedophilia is a sexual attraction. You know what I'm saying? We can't just wish that shit away. And like I said, you know, um, and I'm, I'm not saying giving them the the green light to go act upon that shit. I mean, it's disgusting. You know what I'm saying? It's nasty. And they should get whatever coming to them if they do act upon it. But there are a lot of people out there that really can't help themselves how they feel. You got, you got folks... Um, that main themselves, uh, which, you know what I'm saying? Hey, the rest of society, don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But they, you know, they they, they hurt themselves. They commit suicide. They hate themselves for the way they feel. It's a, it's an actual, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's psychological wired, you know, thing going on in their head. But it, it could be labeled as a sexual attraction. And that's it. That's as far as it goes, you know?
0: All right, Buck, I'll let you chime in on this, man should they not be ostracized in society as long as they don't physically act upon their attraction to kids?
3: Man, I mean, this is, man, this is a slippery slope for this thing. Um, the way I look at it, you know, they're, they're a pedophile. They should be registered as a sex offender whether they act upon a child or not. I, that's the way I feel about it because it's, it's a sickness. And for, for me, you know, anybody that does that to a child you know, damn the noodle, that they, they ass need to be killed for that shit. And that's just the way I feel about it. I mean, I, I, I don't think there's any room for somebody to be like that or be attracted to a child. I mean, it's just, it's just not right, period. So, you know, I, I, I have a very strong stance on that. I just don't think that should even be here. So I'm going to just leave it at that. Okay.
0: All right, so check this out. So there's a group called Before You Act, and it's B, the number for you act. A group called Before You Act states that they simply want to reduce the hate that MAPS receive to allow them more comfort in seeking help through therapy. In other words, they say that MAPS are afraid to go to counseling because once people find out that they are in counseling, you know, for that reason, that they will be ostracized for their behavior instead of helped. So being that the term MAP instead of pedophile, uh, I guess they want to give them the term MAP instead of calling them a pedophile so that can allow people to look at them differently and maybe not distrust them because they haven't actually acted on what they're feeling. And I'm kind of paraphrasing from the Before You Add website. So Eminem, having said all that, do you view a person differently for having the urges as opposed to someone who actually has committed an act of pedophilia when it comes to, you know, this type of attraction?
1: Are they one and the same, or do you view them differently? Oh, man, that's, that shit is lumped up in one big category because that's one of them things, like, that's the old argument when uh, dudes used to go to the pen and get out and be like, well, I ain't gay, I just got here." This It's like, well, if you enjoyed it and you wouldn't, Force man, hell, what, 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 what is that saying? You know, so that's the same thing. I put that junk in the same damn category, man. And if you, if you anything like that, you know, you need to be labeled. You need to be labeled. You need to be put on a, um, a, a, a website. You, you need to be, uh, you need to be put where like people don't have. You know, like now. For all these people talking about Black Lives Matter is pissing them off and all that stuff, seeing images of that. Well, if you think that shit look bad in the background, hell, how about knowing that three people that might be your neighbors is sitting up here jacking off, looking at your kids, wait for the bus every day. So that's, that's man, that's that's pretty, that's pure garbage. And that's another case, not changing the topic, but that's an example for people listening in for the first time See, that's, that's the bullshit that's going on now. That is systematic racism. You know, what kind of help is it for somebody that grew up poor or something? They say, well, shit, I just got the urge to sell drugs. I'm trying not to because I don't want to go to jail, but I am I want some fast money. I'm too dumb. I can't be a doctor. I can't be a lawyer. Ain't nobody got no sympathy for that. I, I'm not saying I do, but I'm just saying. See, that's bullshit. You know, line them some bitches up and blow their damn head off because... If you even come out to even say something like that, that means you've been thinking about that shit so long. I mean, it's prom night, and you sitting up there saying, you know, oh, yeah, I'm going to the prom with Julie, but, man, damn, man, her little shit kindergarten sister's hot. Man, get your sick ass out of my damn car. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, the Talk to Q radio
0: show does not condone a firing squad um, by any shape of the imagination. Um, Ray, how do you feel about it, man? You, you look at them the same, a person who hasn't acted on it, a map, as opposed to a person who is a actual, who has actually acted on it?
2: They haven't acted on it. Who? How do we know they have not I mean, who's who doesn't act out on the urges? It's just like, I'm trying to lay off the fried food, but if I go to a buffet, ain't nothing but chicken and fried fish out there. What you What's going to happen? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you like, all right. I'm trying to stay away from this here. We got Kentucky Fried. We got Popeyes. We got, man, anything you want fried the way you want and everything else. You say, well, all right. How are you going to turn it on? Yeah, that's what I want, but Sooner or later, it's getting in your nose, and it's around you, you smelling it, what you going to do? <laughs> so everybody can say, well, oh, I thought of Thinking about it is just a nice way of saying that I want to get everybody to sympathize with how I'm feeling. But people should have a, have a sense enough to treat itself because you gotta you got to look at it. You say, all right. You are attracted to a child, whether it be a boy or a girl. Okay, there's nothing there. They straight up and down. And okay, first of all, the small, the young, they this and that, that. I mean, that's one of the, the the sickest things that you can do. Them and the pedophile is the same thing. What they saying? Well, you know, uh, you know, I'm just thinking about it. I have urges, and this and that. They want a group for that. I mean, hey, they can put them all together, and, like they say, lock them up or do whatever they have to do because they probably walk around Disney World and stuff just to see the kids. That's sick. That's a fun place for a family to take they, their kids. And these guys standing out here looking like they're looking at uh, the roller coaster when they got their binoculars looking at kids. You know, that can't sound right. No matter how they try to fix it and how do you try to form a group or call yourself a name or whatever? That's that's just, uh, when you think about it, what's more unacceptable than that? You know, somebody killed somebody. You say, oh, man, he killed somebody, but what what happened? You know, he might have gotten in a fight. Somebody may try to kill him or this and that. You would accept all that. Or if somebody's doing things like this, just the thought, the thought itself. It's bad. That's like somebody said. Well, man, I think about having sex with my sister, but I ain't gonna do it. Okay. Think about how that sounds. So, no, I I, I don't think it should be. Man, I ain't yet, I had never heard this before tonight. Me and my wife we watched a Law and Order and all that. I must have been gone or something. She watched that episode, but I, no, I never heard of that before. But now it, it shouldn't get a shouldn't get a name. You know. Okay. No different than
0: them in a, in a pedophile. All right. So, Amanda, last question on the topic. Amanda, as a person who's not an expert but has an opinion, can a person who was once attracted to minors be treated and no longer feel, you know, feel those urges? Kind of like, you know, we've seen converted races, converted, people convert religions and different things. Can you be a converted map?
6: Ooh, that's a tough question. Cause I mean, like just just being off of the last question, um, I actually feel like if you haven't acted on it, there is still hope for you. Uh, even if you have acted on it, there you can maybe get help. But that's just so it's just so like Ray said, it's it's pretty much the most one of the worst things or like the worst thing you can do. Like nobody can really sit there and condone that. You can't really you know especially when we're talking about a child we're not talking about somebody who was close 15 16 we're talking about like a kid kid it's you can't really um it's it's kind of beyond my comprehension I, it's something i i just can't i just can't relate to it i can't really get my head around that so i would like to think that maybe somebody can be um reformed or uh you know they can be they can get the counseling they need but with that said you would have to be able to know that you can talk to someone about it and say hey I'm having these feelings and I need somebody I can trust I need a professional because I don't want to act on this feeling I don't want to be this way um and so i guess to 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 Dr. Willis's point you you have to be able to feel like you would have a safe zone to go to and be able to talk to someone so that you don't act on it and so you can get the help that you need if there is such help. Um, like I said, it, this is probably one of the most difficult questions you could ask because I really you know I really don't know. I would like to think that somebody can can get that type of help. I mean, I guess if you you can recover from heroin or you know pork you can you
0: can get over that baby you can get over anything so a recovering pork addict
5: okay
0: um a PAP pork attracted person Dr. Willis what about you man uh can can a person who ha who was once attracted to minors be treated and no longer feel those urges in your opinion sir
5: all right. So um, first of all, I need to clarify my stance. Um, I just want people to know that I'm saying that it can be um, labeled a sexual attraction. I'm not saying the motherfuckers deserve any kind of uh, you know freaking uh, you know well wishes or none of that shit like that. Or you know they, they, they can't they can't sit up and tell people they're attracted to children and not expect to be ostracized for once. You know what I'm saying? Because that just don't fly in this society. I mean it's fucking gross and you know I'm saying they should you know they going they deserve whatever it comes to them, however though, it is a sexual attraction that's my only argument it's a sexual attraction, a nasty one um a mental mentally ill you know what I'm saying one, but it's still one now to, as to the question uh I don't know man um for one, if they're not labeled as um uh if it's not labeled as a sexual attraction, so they can get help we'll never know. They'll never be able to get the help because of the ostracization, all right? Um, two, even if they were to get help, you know what I'm saying? Those urges are so... They, they gotta be so fucking strong. I mean, you know what I'm saying? How how do you come from that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I wouldn't believe... I don't believe a, a gay a gay person when they say that they no longer like men and shit or, you know what I'm saying, or, you know, women... Well, you know, we we don't have a problem with women liking women, but, you know, I know it's a double standard, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> but but a gay guy, if he just like the one that you know, what I'm saying, I've been deliberate you know, claiming that he don't like women no more. Guess what? Look at him now. I mean, you know, if those urges are that strong, they're gonna they're probably gonna be there. So I you know, as much as I would like to say that there's some hope for them to come back from that, I I really don't know. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't I don't think so. I'm not I'm not um, optimistic on that end. I, I don't think they can come back from it Okay. All right.
0: We'll take a quick 20-second break, and we'll come back with the last topic of the evening.
1: You can order a Domino's pizza, go out and buy a gun, come back, and beat your pizza to your house. I think there's something wrong with that. I think the system is messed up if you're able to do that. The hardworking Podcast, a little bit of cars, and so much more available wherever you typically download your podcasts.
0: All right. Wrapping up the last topic on the Season 9 premiere of the Talk to Q radio show. Thanks for that ad by the Hard Parking podcast. Check my man Jay out. He has a really good podcast. All right, Crystal, gender reveals. You know, a gender reveal is when people have a celebration to reveal the sex of their soon-to-be newborn child. Is It used to be that people would have a cake made and... That if the cake was blue on the inside, when you sliced it open, then it was a boy. If it was pink on the inside, then it was a girl. Now people have found more extravagant ways of revealing the color because, you know, we're humans on this earth and we like to be extra. Now there are sometimes props are involved or drones are involved. And there's a recent case in California involving pyrotechnics that has started the last uh, wildfire that's burning up half of the state. So, Crystal. First of all, do you like the idea of a gender reveal?
4: Oh my God, I am so the least qualified person <laughs> to answer this question, <laughs> but I'll hey. give it a shot. Um, I, you know, if people can do that. I, I personally wouldn't want to because I want to know. I want to know what it is as soon as as soon as I can and then that way I can start buying clothes and buying fixing up the room and stuff like that and preparing for male or female that's just me um uh, but I know a lot of people like to have fun with it and that's fine um it's kind of I put this in the category of prom you know inviting someone to the asking someone to the prom just silly shit people do you know to be happy I guess but so whatever more power to them i didn't realize that this caused what's happening in California so that's bad but no I I think um, answer to answer your question yeah I guess it's fun for people like that or you know happy and in love and all that shit so yeah great that's beautiful <laughs>
0: Amanda what do you think do you like the idea of a gender reveal uh,
6: I mean it's it's cute I think I think it's, it can be cute when it's not, like, just overly done. Um, like, you know, like you said, like, it's for the cake or maybe, like, balloons and you pop it and what type of what color confetti comes out or, you know, I see some cute things on the Internet. Me, personally, I probably – um I think I'm with Crystal. I don't – I think it would be a little more than I would do. Um, but, you know, I think – like she said, human beings we're we're gonna be extra. Is it's gonna go further than it needs to in a lot of cases. This person is trying to one up that person and you know, it I think it can, it can be done tastefully, um, but I've also seen some some things that were a little bit much. So and obviously one that causes a, a wildfire is uh in the category of being uh, way too much.
3: Okay.
0: Ray, let me ask you this, man. You know, Ray, for some people, there's a gender reveal party, and then there's a baby shower. So, Ray, is this just something people create just for an excuse to have a party, be celebrated, and get gifts? You know, do we want too much praise for doing something that a majority of adults have done in this world, you know, and that's having a baby?
2: Well, uh, me and Amanda, we went to a baby shower last December. And, uh, you know, it was kind of extravagant. I mean, he had a big, big poster of the baby. And I'm like, man, who is this? He got a picture of the baby in the belly. So I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> I never knew that, you know, you could do all of that. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, they had a picture of him two or three months before he actually got here. That's so, the
3: true definition I mean, of a rookie card. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. Every everything, everything was nice. You know, they had good food and plenty of people and a lot of gifts. I mean, you know, it, it, I think it's a it, it, it's 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 a it's a good thing for people that want it. But I would want to get the baby here healthy and all that before I start doing all that. Just like me, I don't believe in taking all these selfies and stuff on the plane. I'm trying to get where I'm going. Then, you know, once I get this thing <laughs> on the ground, then we can do this and that. But, you know, other people, you know, they feel different. So, you know, I can't really, you mm-hmm. know, tell them that they they wrong or they shouldn't do it or whatever the case may be. But to me, that's a personal thing. Now, you get the baby here, you want to have a big shower and, you know, let a lot of people come around and stuff, then that's one thing. But until then, to me, I think it's just keep it personal, keep it private.
0: Eminem, what do you think, man? Do you think that it's, it's too much going on to have a gender reveal, baby shower, first birthday party? I mean, is that is that doing too much? Is...
1: Uh, I mean, that's real subjective. I mean, pretty much to each is on on that one. But I will say from experience that most of the times, <laughs> depending on what your financial category is, uh, it's more like Damn you pregnant I mean shit you pregnant or a guy I mean it's more, it's more like that kind of stuff And Finding certain things out just means You know you gotta work More hours at a fast food joint Or something so you know like I say, But if you you know if you do stuff The right way and shit like that And you know you can uh, Financially go get everything The kid needs at a certain time and all that I, I'm, I'm sure it's fun But you know But I mean But you living on some uh, You know Some good times type shit Man Ain't nothing like that have, You know I mean It's <laughs> uh, You know Some pink pink shoes Or baby blue shoes And that's about it The little The little knit stuff That's about it But all just that extra just
3: looking out of the window <laughs> you watch, oh, Lord.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now who's throwing the show out the rails M&M Buck's doing it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> He took it there I had to go ahead I had to throw that one in
1: there yeah, That was a good one Both people ain't it. got shit man You can't do nothing
0: Book, I'll let you have the last word on it, man. Is is it doing too much to have a gender reveal, baby shower, and all that stuff? Or, I mean, does it not matter?
3: It really doesn't matter. As, like Eminem said, it really depends on what your financial situation is. Um, if I could see it being a big deal if it's your first child. Um, you know, first time around, yeah, you may want to do something big. If it's, you know, you two or three ch- children in, Maybe it's not so much of a, a big thing, but the first one maybe you know, especially if you're you know, younger or something like that. And you know, but it really depends on your financial situation. What you know, what you should do on a gen, gender reveal. Um, stay within your budget. You know, it doesn't need to be. You know, you got to make sure you plan for the kid's future. Um, not necessarily just throwing apart it just to be throwing apart so you know those things need to be taken into consideration but all right all right so we'll get ready to
0: wrap things up coming up on T2Q on Sunday I have an interview dropping with a retired school teacher of 35 years he'll talk about how the school system has changed and how COVID is affecting it today next Thursday I have a singer named Amaya Morris giving her first interview You can find her on YouTube, and in two weeks, the live show will be back. I'm trying to schedule around the NBA Finals right now, but I'm hoping to be back every other Wednesday going forward. So, final thoughts. Ray, I'll start with you, man. You know, we discussed uh, politicizing classrooms, we discussed maps, and we discussed gender reveals. But, Ray, give your final thoughts, bro. Yeah, well, uh,
2: uh, politicizing classrooms – I think it could could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing. I mean, depending upon who's doing the teaching, and you know, it's like you gotta to realize too that majority of the teaching is gonna be done by somebody else. And if they speaking how they feel, you know, you speaking how you feel, how can you tell them not to speak what they feel, whether it's true or false, or they throwing in their opinion or whatever. There's very few people that can talk without being biased. So, I mean, it'd be great for kids to uh to to learn from different perspectives, and then they can draw their own conclusion. But I think in school they should teach people to come together more so than separate. So that means, you know, um, having certain controversial topics, then maybe so. But, um, as far as just uh mapping or, or whatever they call it, I mean, I, I just don't uh agree with putting titles on things that should not have a title. I mean, when children are in danger, I think we should do whatever it takes to protect them, and having these folks in groups and things like that is not protecting the children. It's just identifying who has the sickness. So I think that um they really should uh, do something about these folks. Now, if they haven't acted on it. They haven't committed a crime. But, you know, if you're thinking about the wrong thing, sooner or later, something is going to go wrong. Where can the children be safe at if you're thinking about something? So – as far as gender reveals go, I mean, I think it's up to the individual. If they like it, if they want to, you know, want to share news and everything with everybody and put everybody in their business and stuff, I guess if they want to throw a big party and spend a couple thousand dollars and this and that, I mean, that's what they work for. They can spend their money how they see fit. But um, just me, I wouldn't do it like that. But. You know, that's why it's America. people had different opinions, do different things, and you know, and that's the way it goes. but it was a great start to the uh ninth season, and you know I enjoy listening to everybody, talking to everybody, and everybody have a good night.
0: All right, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate that, Dr. Willis, do your damage, man.
5: As long as it's okay, can you hear me?
0: We got you. We got you.
5: Okay. Okay. So uh, as far as politicizing the classroom, I think as long as it's not vulgar, as long as it's uh, promoting peace and unity, uh, even if it is controversial, I think it should be okay. But in the in the, in the same light, I think that a student at home should not be made to move their camera if they got something that's not you know vulgar or crude and if it's promoting that person's ideal of, you know, unity and stuff. So so you can't do one thing on one end and not expect it on the other. So uh and I actually I think it would be a good thing if they're allowed to keep their you know their things in the background because now they're in the classroom with other kids and they'll learn as the year goes on that they can coexist and they can get along and then it may change their mind like uh Ray was alluding to. So it may not be a bad thing at all. But I think um, you know these rules and these laws come about you know for a more sinister reason, and because um, I guarantee if that teacher had had "Blue Lives Matter" or "All Lives Matter" up there at first, and that was it, then it probably wouldn't even been an issue. But who knows? You know, we'll never know. Um, as far as the uh, the sit crowd, I think that um, no, you know, personally, I don't care about them getting a damn label or anything like that. But the same, same token, hell, if it identifies those motherfuckers, then I think that's a good reason, uh, uh, a, a way that the rest of us can keep our children safe. Uh, as far as what I was arguing tonight, because um, uh, I thought you mentioned it in the beginning, is it a sexual orientation? Yes, it's a sexual orientation. All the other shit is like, you know, fair game. You know, you're going to get ostracized, you may get attacked, all that shit. You know, is, is, you know I, ain't, I ain't got nothing to do with that. But as far as being objective, it's a sexual orientation. And that, that's my only argument, <laughs> whether it's good, bad, or yeah. I mean, I think it's sick as fuck, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, and as the baby shower thing or whatever, man, I feel terrible. I got five kids and I ain't never did that shit for either one of them. So I got some making up to do uh, outside <laughs> of that. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, man. I appreciate it. And Buck Flash, what you got, bro?
3: A great show, uh, great start to the season. Um, you know, hitting these, hitting these topics hard tonight. I mean, tell you what, I mean, for as far as the gender reveal, you know, use your discretion. You got to remember, you got a baby shower too. I mean, if you're gonna do a gender gender reveal, maybe you do the gender gender reveal and the baby shower together. Um, you don't want to do a gender reveal and then a couple couple weeks later doing the baby shower. You know, you, these got to be think about these things. So you know, stay within your budget. Um, As far as this map thing, man, we got to stop dumbing down the society, um, for one, and all these these ridiculous labels. Um, These people are sick. So, yeah, you know, maybe we identify them so that way we keep our children safe, but at the same time, that's the last thing we need to be doing is giving somebody else some, some sort of benefit. So, you know, we need to we need to grow some thick skin, but it just, and, and we need to start doing things to kind of eradicate these situations um, instead of separating and putting making all these ridiculous groups. Um, but and it, I'm gonna just say that on just those couple of co- topics. But great show as always. Glad to have all the legends on tonight uh, for start of season nine. Everybody enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you very much, sir. Eminem, what you got, man?
1: Oh man, great show, man! Uh, shit, man, I, I didn't know September was already here like that. And I saw the <laughs> notification. I was like, oh, like damn, he did say September nine. I I, I kind of lost track of time, but yeah, man, great show. Uh, plethora of of topics coming from the rip with shit that I say before tonight. I ain't never heard what a uh, map is. Well, actually, it's some kind of um. Test actually <laughs> that's in the Mississippi educational system, uh, but yeah, but I'm just like, surely he ain't talking about that shit. So it's just like, okay, wow, a map. Wow, I want to relabel that a roach. So if you're a map, <laughs> you are a roach, and that's how I see you should be treated. Uh, as for as sexual orientation, it is not sexual orientation. Um, I'll be very unapologetically saying this. An aged pussy that can have a child is not sex. Okay? Everything else is just something you're doing. You know, um, simple as that. You know, and that's that's a biological fact. If you can't uh, produce nothing, you, know, you just busting a nut. Ain't nothing else real. So, uh, I know people don't like that shit, but that's what.
0: No, I, I, I don't know. I were
1: here. Okay. Go ahead. What about I, now? I got you back. Okay. Okay. Uh, man, you miss all them shots in the background for real. <laughs> that's crazy. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, that, that that's, that's some, that is, some, yeah, that, that is some crazy stuff, man. Uh, Matter of fact, that con- that topic was so crazy, I kind of got through on the other ones. Um, now, as far as the the, the, the the educational thing with the background, now, I will just say this. I, I don't know the facts on the kid with the blue, blue Lives Matter in the background, but now, different districts are different and all that, but one of the protocols that a lot of schools are using, they don't want the kids to have nothing in the background, but they face, they don't want your Kid brought in the back doing funny faces. They don't want, you know, something crazy on the TV screen showing, you know. So I don't know if that was one of the reasons or was it somebody just tripping. So, you know, I don't know what the deal is with that. But uh, as far as backgrounds, I mean, I mean, it shouldn't be that bad. And the thing is, if, if uh, now on the teacher's end, I look at it like this. I mean, yeah, everybody needs their job and stuff like that. But if you um, want certain teaching freedoms and you think it's that tight, then, you know, you might need to look at being somewhere where you can teach more so the way you want to. And on the administrative end, it's just like, hey, man, it's like if this teacher is not saying something specific, then it's no different than just watching the news show. I mean, I don't, I don't really you know I, I really you know gonna have to read up onto that so q if you got a link or something to that man send that what that is, okay. all... what okay. uh, and um man as far as this baby shower thing i mean like you know i got five kids myself and two granddaughters and i'm just like uh hey congratulations and all that stuff but uh to each his own, you know, if you can do it in the 40s, it's it's a happy time. Now, what I don't like to see is people do all that shit, and then by the time the kid, five or six years old, you barely know their name, and all that kind of stuff, so uh, all the dick just having kids, and you throw all that party like, you're going to be mom of the year, and next thing you know, it's like, yo, your mama, and all that old stuff, so hopefully if it's the way it's supposed to be, it's great. But if it's not, it's bad. And um, I know my time bought up, man, but uh like I say, you know, if you wanna just make everybody come together more than anything else, you know what I'm saying? Just Here like it you comes. Got ballot sixty five on that thing, you know, thirteen thirteen. November we ain't got but what, two more months to go, so put thirteen thirteen <laughs> on that. You know. What do we get for
4: ten dollars?
1: Write your council. F- Write to yeah. alderman, Mayor. all that Tell them put it on there Legalize it Congress. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, sir Thank you very much And Amanda, your yes, final thoughts
6: Yeah, great show tonight, Q uh, Really thought-provoking questions I missed the, the question about the classroom But just from what I gathered um, And listening to Ray before I called in I mean, it would be You know, it anytime you're bringing in something that can divide, um, a classroom, you do have to be careful, especially in particular areas. Um, you know, if you're in Jackson public schools, I'm pretty sure Black Lives Matter is not going to get the type of, uh, the type of attention it would get in Rankin County schools or, you know, in Madison. So you have to, it, it doesn't make it wrong. It's just it's going to be people who have heard their parents saying one thing and then they're going to say, well, my, like Ray was saying, my father's a cop and what about this? And, you know, so it it would be nice if people could come together and have a, a you know, a loving conversation about both sides, about saying, Hey, I've never realized this was going on in the black community. I see this now and, you know, I stand with you, but at the same time, you know, Every man in my family is a police officer so I see police officers differently than you do. If people could sit down and actually have a conversation in that type of way instead of it being, you know, you as soon as somebody says something you shut them down or you close your ears or you get into an argument things get heated, you know, it, when when emotions are high logic is low. So you can't you really can't sit there and have that type of conversation right now because everybody's so it's such a hot topic right now Um, regarding the baby showers and everything and the gender, gender reveals. I'm pretty much with everybody else, you know, Hey, if you can afford it, that's fine. But by no means should should you, you know, blow your whole life savings on something, not even be able to take care of the kid properly because you spent all this money on, Gender reveals and baby showers and first first birthdays, and the kid can't even won't even remember any of it you know so I think that I think you have to be smart um, and I think that, like Ray said, you have to make sure that you're um you know that you're you're, you're doing what's best for you um, thing you could do is if you go there and you have a gender reveal and you, you make all this hype, and then you know unfortunately you lose a baby that's just the worst that would be just the worst thing. So you have to you have to remember that it's still a, a risky thing and to be careful and to be private and you know, it's just you just it's a lot of things you have to think about. So um and lastly regarding the uh the map situation, um I obviously nobody on this on this call is, is pro uh, you know minor attracted persons or whatever the whatever it stands for but I do understand I think maybe being more aware if if nothing else this topic can make people more aware or the labeling can make people more aware because there are literally people who are um you know I, while I believe Eminem was speaking I was uh I was on Facebook and I actually typed it in and there's like there was like a page that somebody made and it had like they had a whole page dedicated to all these kids that they find attractive. So maybe what I would do where I would have Idris Elba and this person and that person as guys I find attractive, or, you know, the guys might have some of their favorite ladies, Rihanna and Beyonce. There's people, there are people who are making like cages and it's not anything that's like lewd or the kids are naked or anything like that. But it's like, you're looking at kids as you find them attractive and it's just, it's just wrong. So if nothing else comes from this, I would love to see parents just being more aware and just being extra cautious because it's a lot of tricks out there. It's a lot of, a lot of things that you don't even really think about Um, people that you might would say, Oh, they just seem like they're, they're really, you know, friendly with the kids. Well, is there more to it than that? So, um, you know, obviously again, nobody's for it, but maybe, Maybe it would be good just to to have that awareness. So uh, other than that, I hope everybody has a good night and really enjoyed the show.
0: Thank you very much, man. Always glad to have you on. And to my listeners out there, um, if you want to do your research on this map stuff, be careful what you Google. Because I don't want the FBI showing up at your house if you're Googling, you know, attractive kids or something like that. So be careful with what you put in your Google search if you look to research this. All right, Crystal, shut it down for me, please.
4: Okay, well, great show. Um, It was great hearing everyone. And I just want to send out a special something for Bobby. I think I speak for everyone here we don't judge you for your sexual orientation. We love <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: okay, now that we got that out of the way,
3: <laughs>
4: we just protesting a little too much. Um,
3: <laughs> well,
4: with regarding um, the maps and the pedophiles, uh, thank you. Um, you know, for saying you know the fact that. Yeah, don't Google too much. Cause I was on here Googling, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I should stop this. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's what I said. I only went
6: so far, like, I, yeah, out of
4: <laughs> I, went to, I went to two very official um, websites, and then I stopped. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, what I said before I don't, I don't person. I believe it's a sexual attraction, but I don't believe it's the same type of sexual attraction that maybe someone has for tall people or short people or whatever, or male or female or whatever. I don't think it's the same kind of thing. Um, But I do believe and I know that there are drugs that stifle um, or even take away your libido. I say do that to them. I say chemically neuter them. And, you know, you may say, well, that's cruel and unusual punishment, but I don't think so. (laughs) I really don't, but that's my personal belief on that. I don't know if they could actually get help um, and, uh, as far as counseling or what have you. I think if if they did have counseling, it, I think it would still have to be after some sort of medication was prescribed and given to them where they would have to take it. Um, as far as the virtual classroom and the teacher, you know, just put behind you, I mean sometimes when I watch like um uh like some of the news programs and everybody has the bookshelves behind them and all that um i I read the books on their bookshelves just to see you know kind of, <laughs> you know too. where they're coming from, you know, and I think a lot of people do, and that's why they have them like prominent, you may think you know they may have Malcolm X autobiography behind them or you know, a picture of, uh, you know, whoever they they, they admire. So it's like, well, okay, now you've just given me some information, (laughs) you know, about your political beliefs or whatever. So for kids in the classroom, I don't think, unless she was specifically talking about that topic, then she could use, I mean, on Zoom, you can use any background. You can use a water or ocean or, you know, you can have, you know, anything, Peppa the pig in the background if you wanted to. But um, I don't see why she would need to have that. Um, and I really do think it should have been discussed. My, that's my main concern. It should have been discussed anyway. And a policy should have been written and given to all of the virtual teachers to so what they should have in their backgrounds before this would have even happened. Um, gender reveal – This is just people being extra. This reminds me of back in the day when my kids were young. And everybody wanted to one-up everybody with their parties, you know. And Mm -hmm. um, people would celebrate. They would have parties. We would have parties for no reason. You know, we would have parties for birthdays, you know, stuff like that. But the kids would be off in another room somewhere where all the grown-ups are getting drunk and doing all kinds of crazy shit and arguing so it wasn't even like a real party for them. I mean, it was for a little while, then we scurried them off, and then we got drunk. But for a lot of these kinds of reveal parties, they have the reveal parties. The, yeah, the things you were naming all the showers. This was just to say, hey, look at me, I'm pregnant. <laughs> hey, look at me, you know, you know, I'm continuing, or my, I have my bridal shower. I have my um. Whatever, you know, and then we have all these birthday parties and the kids don't even know what's going on. That's all that is. It's just to bring grown-ups together to say, look at me. So, you know, that's all that's about, and it's ridiculous. But congrats uh, to UQ on your ninth season. And, again, it was great hearing everyone, and I look forward to the next show.
0: Thank you very much, ma'am. I appreciate it.
4: And so I want
0: to say great show, everyone. Season nine has kicked off. And I appreciate you all contributing to that. Subscribe to the Talk to Q radio show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are found. That way you'll get a notification when the show airs. Don't forget that TalkToQ.com has all things T2Q as well. Everyone have a good one. Peace out. You've been listening to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions.
1: Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World?
0: (laughs) It's almost like posting a blog, except
3: I'm doing a blog. Maybe get people to think differently about what they do and, and maybe change what they do.
1: never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships.
6: I was told that I was a man-eater.
0: My name is
3: Quincy. Uh, this is my
4: show. Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners.
3: The Top team Radio Show.
6: Follow Q guys.
3: Thanks. Peace out. I bring thunder and light in every single time.